one less problem without you. I got one less problem without you. I got one less, one less, one less problem without you. <laughs> Hell, that's a terrific Ariana Grande. And if it's what I cheerfully shouted as I clicked hide all posts from this user on Facebook, effectively muting a particularly conservative woman I went to high school with, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus, only we're <laughs> over in Greenpoint, home to another wonderful, super fun location. And this is amazing. I'm so happy to be here in the spacious Brooklyn headquarters of uh, 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 Finn and Phoebe's Ice Cream. That's where we are, and it's a good day for it, because at first it was a little bit cool, and we thought this isn't a good day for ice cream. It was rainy, but maybe all days are good for ice cream, according to you. You're looking at me so intensely, <laughs> and I'm talking here with the talented founders of this operation, uh, Jess Eddy and Krista Freeman. Hello to you both. Hello, hey, how are you? Now, you may want to just say your name so people can hear the difference. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess, the Phoebes half of Finn and Phoebes. There you go. Yeah, and I'm Krista, the Finn half. <laughs> Terrific. Well, uh, it's it's wonderful. I'm so happy to be here, and the and the puppy has joined us. <laughs> Her name's Fluffnut. Fluffnut, after your first flavor. Yes. We'll talk about that. This is going to be great. And, of course, I'm a big fan of your fine product, so thank you for putting it out there. And uh, right off the bat, I'll tell you, my favorite is the Vietnamese coffee. It really, it just takes me right back to Vietnam. I've never been, I've never been there, but I watched that uh, Apocalypse Now movie. And I think that fella could have used some some nice uh, artisanal ice cream. Definitely. Probably would have solved the whole war. Nip the thing in a bud. I'm sure it would have. If only time travel were possible. (laughs) But we can time travel in a manner of speaking through our memories. So let's go back a little bit and talk about how we got here to this place. And uh, I gather you're from Maine, is that right, Jess? I'm from Maine, that's where I grew up. That's terrific, do you say where, what location? See, I'm from a small town called Old Town, near Old Bangor, Maine, which most sure. people are familiar with, the home of Stephen King. Yes, you know that guy? I mean, I would say, I'd never actually met him, but I would say I know him. Sure. Because, um, you know, he, he is a citizen he's, of Maine. He's he of went, the same stuff. We went to the same university. Um, when he was my father's age, he looked kind of like my father, which is a little creepy. That is. There's a lot about him that's creepy. Yeah. We worked at the same newspaper, actually. Oh, really? The college newspaper. Well, have you ever sent him a case of this stuff? I mean, if he, I should. You I know should. his address. Well, do walk it over there sometime when you're up. That's when, uh, I know I was up there last summer, and uh, up at Union, Maine. Have you ever been down there? I might have been. You might have been for their Blueberry Festival or something, probably. Yeah. But I was staying at a home of a taxidermy enthusiast. I don't know about that. <laughs> I tell you, talk about creepy. I had to roll up the zebra rug on account of my allergy uh, allergy to death. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was really something. Well, a what, lot of sneezing. What's it like to have a million eyeballs on you? It wasn't pleasant. I couldn't sleep very well. But that's a, But uh, speaking of taxidermy, uh, the bears are your mascot. Is that right? The fighting yeah, the, bears, the, the University bears. of Maine. It's very good. Bananas is the is the name of it. Oh my God! That? You did your research. Wow. And is that how? Is this? You see this? Part of the, this is journalism. <laughs> but uh, is that how you got the name for the bananas flavor? Is it an um, It's not, but we can make a new story. I'm telling you, there's a college <laughs> tie-in here. I'm going to help you with some of this stuff. And then you ended up working in Boston for a little bit. Yes. And finally New York. Yes. It's quite a journey. 
It is. I've had, I, I would say I've had a, a good life. Well, I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including this moment, probably the pinnacle. <laughs> but now I've talked, I've talked previously on this program about my feelings about Boston. Mm. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of Boston. I'm not it's either. It's, it's just like, what's, what's the problem there? What is the problem? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, at first when you move there from a small city, it's very enchanting because it's like the first semi-large city. Right. You know, that was my experience. And the architecture is beautiful. beautiful. It's a clean city. Very clean. It's a very pretty city. Yeah. The problem is the people. <laughs> and I'm sure you have many great customers there. We, so we, we don't, don't want to alienate yeah, anyone. And I don't want to alienate them. <laughs> But you know, there's you, you can uh, run you can run into some trouble with some personalities. Yeah. People could be friendly. Yeah. Like it's a good way to say. It's like an Aries to me. Okay, yeah. I'm a Libra, so in Aries sometimes I you're not mm -hmm. are you either No. Because you were asking me about signs yeah. earlier. So I wanna make sure. But Aries I just don't get along with. Yeah, sometimes they can just be a little bit abrasive. Abrasive. Mm-hmm. That's how Boston is for me. Now, Krista, you fled your life as a Florida debutante. Is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Yeah, the great way to put it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the grassy uh, uh, fields and slow drip coffee of San Francisco. That's correct. And how long ago was that? Well, that was in two thousand. In two thousand, mm -hmm. a good time to be there, right? Yep. At the tech bubble. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you have trouble finding a place? Yes, it was very hard to find yeah. a place. What do you have to rent tech? Did you have rent tech? With rent tech? It was a place you go and they give you a beeper. You had to wear a beeper to try and find a location when oh, I wow. lived there. Oh, and as soon as something came available, you got to pay a page. Oh, <laughs> and then you'd run over with a hundred other people with your rent tech folder uh -huh. and then offer $500 more than whatever the rent was. It was a wonderful time to be there. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was, it was pretty crazy. I didn't think I was going to be able to find a place to like live. That's a great way to pay more for an apartment than you need to. It was a really good idea. Yeah. And a lot of us had to, but mm -hmm. well, you had no choice. Yeah. Where did you live? I lived in the Lower Haight on Buchanan and Haight when oh, I first sure. moved there. And then I lived on Groven Steiner and the Western Edition. Oh. Lovely. Yeah, right around the um, the corner from the Painted Ladies. You oh, know, yeah. The, yeah. Yes, the famous. Yeah, they're not really that fancy looking though. Who, who lives Alice Waters? Alice Walker? Who's the color purple? Um. Oh yeah. I guess it's Alice Walker. I think Alice so. Alice Waters, the chef. Right? She's yeah, the yeah, chef. Yeah. 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 You all should know it. She's your friend, probably. Yeah. yeah we just hung out last night. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. made us dinner. It was crazy. Yeah. Crazy good. Just all out of her backyard. That's yeah. what yeah, she does. Yeah. Exactly. I was pulling out radishes and stuff. I tried to eat that one summer. Radishes with butter. Uh-huh. You like it? I mean, I, I, it's okay. Uh -huh. it, it wasn't what I thought it was. Turns doing. out it's not it, a meal. It, it's not a meal. <laughs> Did you do it with some bread, too? No, just the things. Yeah, you gotta do. I like to do like really thinly sliced radishes with bread and butter and then sprinkled salt. with some fleur de sel. You got that yeah. Malden salt or something. Yeah, yep. yeah fancy salt. Mm -hmm. I tell you, and you went to, uh, attended the uh, California College of the Arts. Yes, that's correct. The San Francisco campus. I was in both, actually. Um, mainly the Oakland campus. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, lots of like redwoods in the campus, very small. And then um, I did some classes towards the end of um, my tenure at the San Francisco campus. Mm -hmm. And your major was? Um, it was initially painting and drawing, and then it became photography. Um, just. I don't know why, but I, I prefer to paint and draw, though. So. And you still have an active 
practice? Not really, no. Um, too busy making ice cream, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. That's all right, because that's yeah. where the, the money comes from. Yeah, I guess so. You, you can say that. <laughs> Painting is hard, though. Yeah, no, it is hard. I, you know, and I think that mixing ice cream and mixing like paints for me is the same thing. Like kind of coming up with the perfect Whoa. balance of, you know, um, mixing a color for me is like mixing like, the the flavor balance of ice cream. Sure. You know, so. Well, I can get into that. Yeah. And do you, and do you take any photography for the for the no, company? No. no, it was more just a vehicle to um, for the body of work I was making at the time. It was helpful to do photo versus painting. It was easier. But I should have just majored in painting, so and we don't need to go into that. <laughs> well, and what was the plan uh, for coming to New York? I was coming here to get my master's, and then I found out that I was going to um, go broke, you know? So I decided <laughs> to stop taking my, getting my master's and then to go work off in the real world, you know? Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. And just the same question to you. Um, so my plan for coming here was I had been in Boston for about four and a half years, um, I was kind of getting to the point where it was starting to feel like a very small city and yeah. I wanted to experience something more. Um, and also, you know, my career wasn't really working out. I was trying to um, be a graphic designer um, and it was very, very hard for me. Um, I didn't have a ton of experience uh, and Boston is, is the kind of city where you have to look really good on paper yeah. to even get your foot in the door anywhere. And there's a lot of competition, at least in the design field. So. Um, I moved to New York and you know what I what I found was it was a lot easier to get things going here there's a lot of demand and yeah. people don't necessarily look at you on paper they you know they they look at what you can do and if you can do it and if you can prove you can do it then there you go it's like tap dancing with somebody <laughs> shooting at you isn't yeah it? that's what I like about this town yeah it's great you can do anything San you Francisco want. relaxed take your time mm -hmm. LA the same way you want an answer from somebody there if they say no, it's just they won't get back to you. Yeah, they just go, or they just go like peace, like that. Yeah, you know? that, that's often the case. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes just the emoji of the two fingers would yeah. be a test. <laughs> but here, they make, they make you kind of work for it. Yeah. But it's also easier, I think, mm -hmm. to, to get it going. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I agree. Because that demand is higher. The same is true in uh, comedy or some of the other arts. There's just that many more places to go and hang your hat and do your thing. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. It is. It is. Yep. They pay better. Yep. Some in some cases, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then things cost. Yeah, things do cost a lot. <laughs> Life. We can talk a lot about cities, but uh, you know, I was just in uh, San Francisco recently, mm -hmm. out there for the for the sketch comedy festival, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go and get a Cancun burrito. That's what I'm going to do. An old favorite. Yes. I used to have that. that as a midday snack mm -hmm. between lunch and dinner. I'd have one of these things. I couldn't finish it. I don't know if it was too dry or I'm just too old. I could, my stomach could not handle that amount of food. And I was a little bit sad about that. Do you have a favorite burrito place? Yeah. You know, Cancun was really good. Um, it was really good. It was really good. You know what? I'm, but I'm the same boat. I can't, the thought of, I used to like just house a burrito so easily, you yeah. know, like, and then be able to eat another meal after that. Now, if I tried to even eat a whole burrito, I would probably go into some kind of coma. How does know? it compare to the size of a Chipotle burrito? It's like the same, right? Same thing? Well, Chipotle is all goofed up because they don't roll it tight yeah, enough. So you uh, just, and you, the best deal there skills. is the bowl. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. why they do it. They acknowledge they have no skill in the burrito no, wrapping Feels department. like it's an easy problem to fix. I would think so too. And I've tweeted at them many times that I would be happy <laughs> to come over there and show them how to tighten their uh, roll, as yeah. it were. But uh, yeah, hmm. it's a mess. Mm -hmm. Great. The quality is okay. Yeah. 
Big fan of Chipotle. I'm a fan too. I'm glad that we have that in common. Yes, let's go there after. I would like that. <laughs> so uh, you, you didn't really have an idea that you were going to get into the food industry, though, really. No, no inkling of that. Mm -hmm. This is what this is called, right? The food industry, yeah. mm -hmm. what yeah. you're in. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I have the terminology, right? So, but one of you or both of you had some kind of aptitude for business. I think both of us. Mm -hmm. Definitely, but this, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about you, Justin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, hung out to dry so quickly. Yeah. Here we go. Tensions. <laughs> no, I think we both definitely have an aptitude. I think we both have different strengths that yeah. really complement each other. Well, you're both self-motivated, mm -hmm. independent, and uh, but and uh, focused. I would guess we could say that, right? Yeah. No, yeah. you have to be focused. Like some days, you got to be laser focused. Sure. Yeah. And not every painter is that way. No, um, I guess definitely not. But people would think that painters are, can be kind of spacey. Um, but lots of times, artists can be, you know, look be very similar to like mathematicians. And you know, sure. I was majoring actually. I didn't get into this, but I was majoring in physics before I did art because um, my parents didn't want me to go to art school. So. So you were doing what? Is, so that was also the debutante part of it too. Um, I guess so. Yeah, you know, I I really just wanted to be an artist, and my parents wanted me to go to business school. Uh -huh. So I decided I would do physics because it's kind of like architecture or something like that, like you know, math and doing angles and stuff like that. I don't know. Well, there's some kind of calculation, as you said. You like mixing the paints, but also there's some real uh, science that goes into ice cream making. Definitely, yeah. It's I mean, definitely, it's what it is, right? Yeah, it is mm -hmm. chemistry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much like all science-based. It can be a big, big headache. Lots of mixed calculations and things along those lines that kind of blow my mind when I try to do them now. It can be the sort of thing when you start making ice cream for fun, and we hear this from a lot of people. It on the outset, if you read the instructions on how to make ice cream, it's very simple. Yeah, but. Things can go wrong, and you have no idea what happened. Right. Like mm -hmm. the temperature and the humidity in the room can affect the freezing of your ice cream, and maybe it doesn't freeze. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's just all of these unforeseen, unforeseeable things that can happen that um, actually makes it quite a difficult um, food to to produce well. Right. Yeah. And because yeah. the it's hard to be consistent with it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. only the consistency of the product, but the consistency of the manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. My goodness, it's fascinating. But uh, your parents are okay with with you now? Now, um, when I quit my job, my mom was not very happy, and now she's like, "Wow, you're in all these stores now." And she like calls her <laughs> friends to let them know when, you know, I'm in a, we're in a new location. She lets them all know that we're in fresh markets and things, and leaves them voicemails. So um, now she she thinks it's legit, but she was really angry when I quit my job at first. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you go down there at all, Florida? That's yeah, we go, we go like Christmas time and then um, in the summertime sometimes. It depends upon our schedules. It's getting harder to do that. So Sure. Mm -hmm. That's another wild place. Yeah. I, I don't want to <laughs> tell people I'm from Florida, so I don't know how you found that out. But <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, no. it's all available to me yeah. as a seasoned <laughs> podcaster. So uh, uh, now if I understand it, just the, the history of the thing, uh, uh, you're bored some night, I don't know, maybe playing Scrabble or something, and you, 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 you crumble up some fluffernutter, fluffernutter is what we call it, we put mm -hmm. the er in there, Yeah. Uh, with some Ritz crackers, which I never heard of that combo before, mm -hmm. but sometimes if you can't afford bread, and then you <laughs> mix that into your, you mix it into ice cream, yep. you think that's going to be a good idea, and hey, that's not so bad, right? Mm -hmm. And it's flavorful, I'll whip you up, and then you go out to the ice cream academy, in, in 
Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. terrific. You kickstart some of the hard costs, and then you're in Whole Foods. Sounds easy. Yeah, yeah. That, it all happened in actually like a week and a half. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, well, congrats. It's yeah. an inspiration to yeah. starting their own business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there, sure. was about, there was probably, that was a good timeline wrapped, wrapped a two-year timeline wrapped into a very neat little package. But yeah. That's basically, uh, basically what happened. Mm -hmm. And we share something else in common because I began the live shows of, of this endeavor at the Brooklyn Lyceum. Oh, oh. wow. We were there. Yeah, <laughs> should have come on up. Yeah, <laughs> as it was a bit of a spooky place, but it was a, 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 it was they gave me a start and gave you 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 were what in some kind of fair there, right? Yeah, yeah, that was mm -hmm. the first time our, the public had eaten our ice cream. Were you nervous about it? I mean, I, I was pretty nervous. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It was yeah, we're pretty nervous, and then it became pretty overwhelming and positive, right? Yeah. We ha yeah. I had a super long line. There are just like logistical things to worry about, like the ice cream melting. Right. And, you know. <laughs> kind of a humid place, too, isn't it? Oh, it was so oh, hot. Was so you remember? Hot. Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God. And it was like a bathhouse. We had like coolers of dry ice. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it was so hot. I remember that day. Mm -hmm. I was on my hands and knees scooping, and Jess was just telling me what to do, and I was just they're scooping the whole time. It was, it was super chaotic because we were giving yeah. away free ice cream for some survey that we were doing and everybody found out and then they just lined up and it was no stopping. <laughs> Pretty much for like the whole time, the whole day of the fair. Yeah, it That's was insane. good, but it was very, very chaotic and overwhelming. And how many flavors did you debut? I think six flavors. Would you have done less? Um, no, I, I yeah, would have. Yeah, it was complicated, and I think the reason we did that is because we, we viewed the Lyceum as like a testing platform um, to validate our products. So we wanted to bring all the flavors to have people rank them. See how they go. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And of that, did you have the most popular? Um, God, to look back at the surveys, um, I think that banana, our banana wema, yeah, at the time was called banana dang. Um, oh yeah, we made back then. We made caramel brownie boom. That was everybody good. loved that. That one. one was good. That was so hard to make. Um, yes. um, banana whammo <laughs> and the I think ginger were the top sellers. Really, yeah. yeah. Both sound incredibly refreshing. <laughs> yeah. On a, on a humid bathhouse floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a place there, and um, do we need to pause for it? No, everything's okay. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're, we're casting some looks at the. You never know. Do people come in looking for ice cream? Um, no, I don't think people really know people what it is. People do kind of wander in. They're yeah. like, hey, great space. Okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> probably just that delivery kid. Yeah. He's yeah. probably going to die here on this floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has yeah. no he can't idea. find his way out. Because yeah. it's a building where there's a lot, the numbering is a little bit confusing, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, super they confusing. Just, they just kind of, but it also reminds me of a lot of the great art studios that I've been in. Mm -hmm. Is that a part of the plan, why you picked it? Um, we mainly picked it because I have been eyeing this space for a while before they started building out. Um, and we wanted to live over here. And so we got our office here first, and then we found an apartment. And now we walk to work each day. So it's, it's terrific. It's perfect. That's heaven. Yeah, no, That's it's the ideas, awesome. and you got a view of the city. Yeah. I mean, what, what more could you want? I know. We don't have to go in the train anymore. Yeah. Now, when I ride the train, I pretty much go into like some kind of like shock and get really nervous because I don't I just drive or walk everywhere now it's pretty good you've got yeah. things figured out yeah <laughs> I like it yeah. now what kind of uh, folks uh, were there your classmates at Happy Valley oh god that, that Happy Valley <laughs> yeah so it was anybody from like a plant manager at Unilever who owns like Ben and Jerry's or a lot of ice cream companies to like a mom and pop ice cream shop 
Um, and it's called Ice Cream Academy. I was like, is it Ice, ice Cream, cream University? Ice Cream ice University, cream yeah. yeah. Short course. Um, yeah. The ice short cream. course, yeah. yeah. And then um, people like us that are maybe thinking about starting an ice cream business, but they want to kind of get more technical information, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. My, my favorite couple was the couple that went, had no intention of starting a business. They just loved ice cream and mathematics. <laughs> yeah. And they scored the best on the test they, yeah, out of all awesome, the people. They were so into it. it yeah. Yeah. The whole time we were there. So we had just quit our jobs and then we were seeing how intense everything was. I was just on my phone, like kind of looking at like, you know, and there wasn't Instagram at the time, Facebook or something like that, freaking out because I was like, I can't even concentrate because I'm so freaked out about what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. And how long of a course was it? It was, it was a week. It was a, a week. week. It was yeah. a long, cold week. It was like <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning until sometimes 10 o'clock at night. A lot of, that's a lot of time to be yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, and we had a test and we had homework. You still in touch with the folks? You know what? Um, we've emailed the professor at the university before and stuff. Um, some people from our course we talked to, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people. Um, um, Lucy's in uh, California. In LA, and yeah. then um, one of the girls um, from Tennessee, um, like Knoxville or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was there a yearbook? No, we have a class photo though. Yeah, it's oh, pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should get it framed. I'll check that out. Yeah. Let's, let's see. And the coursework was what? Just really how to how, how things bond together. Yeah, um, it was science. It was manufacturing. It was uh, you know package design in terms of regulations. It was FDA stuff. It, really, everything you it, need to yeah. Yeah. to there start was, your there, own business. There was yeah. like a seven-inch thick binder that we got. <laughs> yeah, we still have it oh, here goodness. that we reference constantly. I like oh, to never my. look at it. <laughs> yeah, there was also like cool labs though. Where we would taste different kinds of ice cream based upon and um, the overrun or the the butterfat and seeing different like um, melting properties and mouthfeel and things like that to understand like you know essentially what kind of mix you want to make or just understand you know. The varying types of ice cream based upon like if it has corn syrup or things and stuff like that. In How it. it changes. I'm yeah. glad you said mouthfeel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. What you a word. I know. <laughs> what a thing to have to be concerned with. I'm oh, constantly concerned with it. I'm oh, concerned with ear feel, with ear, this, this yeah. how it sounds in people's ears. Mm -hmm. But uh, mouthfeel, yep, mm -hmm. that's something. I, I'm happy to not be concerned with myself too much. <laughs> I mean, on a day-to-day -day basis, you know what I mean? And did you have to wear lab coats through that thing? In the labs, we did. Yeah. Um, in the class, no. Yeah. It's fascinating. Well, and how many uh, businesses do you think actually come out of there? Do you have any stats yeah, on that? That's a good question. We have no stats. <laughs> um, well, you know, Jenny's ice cream out of Ohio. She went, sure. to, she went to the course. You um, meet her? Excuse me? Did you meet her? We've met her. She wasn't at the course when we were there. She I just was there saw her last ago. night, and I'm actually not kidding. I saw her last night. And I saw her the, the, the same day. That's else. great. Well, we, you know, I, we have family out there in, in Ohio, in uh -huh. the great state of Ohio, and so we've been to the Columbus stall and yeah. tasted the thing, and I've I've given it a whirl making her from her recipes, yeah. mm -hmm. which is cream cheese is the base, as mm -hmm. opposed to eggs all yeah. the time, right? Mm -hmm. It's much easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. The egg part is, oof. Uh, yeah, I think it depends. For me, it's harder to deal with the with how she does it. Ours, I feel like, is very simple. Um, but you know, maybe you've, you've tempered eggs a million times. 
Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Tempering um, the eggs is always a very stressful part. It's a stressful part. Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting too thick or too. I don't. Or am I burning it? Break. I do, that's the yeah. part where you talk about things can happen and mm-hmm. you're not in control. Mm-hmm. That's the part because I don't know what I'm looking for. And it's hard on home stoves because, especially in New York, the temperature can get really hot yep. very easily, and yep. it's hard to control it. So. Well, I'm glad to be validated in that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, and because uh, I messed around as I'm as I'm saying and and here's the here's the flavor that I was trying to do mm-hmm. coffee and donuts mm. hard to do it's a tough one yeah because I added the donuts I think too early I got excited got about soggy. it soggy soggy and sandy yeah. so here's a question yeah did you freeze your donut pieces I don't think I did yeah yeah that would have done it it's mm-hmm. a good one. Top them up, freeze them. And then... Because then they go in cold and frozen yeah. and hard. And so then you freeze the mix all together with those donuts in? Mm-hmm. Or you... Yeah. You... Usually the mix-ins go in towards the end yeah. of the freezing process of the ice cream. So let's say it's in your ice cream machine for 25 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Usually you want to put them in just to get mixed in right before yeah. it's done. So, well, but also, there's different ways. It, so Jenny's also likes to lay the ice cream down, throw down the mix-ins. Like, as she's putting it into a container, yeah. in her book, she does it that way. Um, we used to throw them in, actually, into the machine towards the end, you know. Um, but you know, Just so long as they don't get crumbled up. Yeah, too, exactly. Too, too, like, too tiny a Yeah, piece. exactly. Just like at the end, like Jess said, you know. That's so fast. And if you, tr- if you cover them in chocolate, yeah. that'll give them a nice coating or... That It'll protects them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, kind of yeah. a sealant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out the trade. But it's pretty, but uh, I, I'm surprised that flavor is not out there more. Yeah, yeah it seems like a. I mean, maybe they go well together. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it would be. Uh, yep. I wonder if it's because it's hard to, like you said, to keep the donut pieces probably not being too dry. You know, also not getting soggy or being stale. You yep. know, um, typically when you do something like that, you have to. Um, coat them in some kind of fat to help they also suck the moisture out of the ice cream and make the ice cream dry too so that's why yeah <laughs> 99 problems yeah <laughs> so uh now uh i've i've uh i've been in a business situation with my with my ex-wife we used to run a balloon company she was passionate about balloon arches god bless her mm-hmm. and so we got a little place in the strip mall and it just did not take off the balloons took off because I'm not good at knots. And we had a lot of tense conversations back there by the helium tanks. But how do you maintain a relationship within a business, too? Maybe you could let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. But it gets stressful, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, it gets super stressful. Super stressful. Um, it's really it's hard, um, I think, especially because, you know, I don't know when not to talk about the business because it's just always on my mind. It's, sure. You know, and so. I think the trick is like figuring out how to not let the stress affect you in a, in a way that it comes pouring out of you, you know? <laughs> and yeah. then are people around you are affected, which is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. I know you, what I'd do. Yeah. I'd stifle it with ice cream. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. That's, um, or alcohol. Some, or alcohol, yeah. yes. Either one is mm-hmm. good. Alcohol, ru- running's good, I run. Sometimes I just scream yeah. really loud on top of my lungs and kick things like the other day. So, um, well, as long as you, ha- as you have some release. Yeah. That's yeah. The, that's I should probably thing. do martial arts instead. Oh, something. that's a great yeah. idea. <laughs> I should do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do it together. <laughs> you can beat each other up. That'd be great. Make sure all your stress relief things are done in... Uh, 
as a couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you decide uh, as far as limiting the flavors? I understand there's a shelf life to this product, so it's, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't have too many things out there that it, aren't moving. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our shelf life is actually 18 months, which is pretty great as long as it's stored at, you know, really cold temperature. We store it at negative 20 degrees um, Fahrenheit. Um, but we never sit on a product for that long. We usually it's 30 days old when you're eating it a lot of times. Um, so. But maybe at like Met Foods. Yeah, Met, yeah. Right, year and a half. And Met yeah, Foods is yeah. probably eight years old. Yeah, it depends upon where, you know, how, how quickly it's turned. Just kidding. No, 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 <laughs> um, no, no, the one near me smells like catfish. So I imagine they've got some, the meat aisle is a horror scene over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like so, to see that. So I don't think I've ever been to Met Foods, but. They, they do okay, and certainly it serves a purpose for some people. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. If it smells like urine, stay away. Yeah, stay away. Stay away yeah. <laughs> or um, clean it up if you're the proprietor. Probably a better idea. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I mean, um, so the shelf of a freezer in the grocery store is seven. Like, you can fit seven flavors across, and so that's kind of what our goal was to have seven flavors. Um, we like to launch new flavors, but right now we're so busy running the business and trying to grow it that doesn't necessarily make sense for us to launch new flavors when we're still trying to grow these flavors into other other regions. Um, sure. Yeah, and um, but I think within the next year we plan on launching new stuff. But we have to be strategic about it because we're small and it costs us a lot of money to launch a new flavor. Right. So. And would you do, uh, do you do limited flavors? Like a kind of shamrock shake <laughs> kind of a deal? We would do it if we could sell through it quickly enough. Um, just because of our packaging minimums and things like that, um, we would have to sell through like 10,000 units of that flavor. So probably now as we're getting bigger, we could do that. But in the beginning, no. Um, it's funny, and we'll probably look at it within the next year, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I have an idea that I wanted to float by you, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a fan of the Gowanus Canal over there mm -hmm. and uh, the inspiration for so many of my <laughs> endeavors is that little thing there, that little waterway. Or Gowani. And so I wanted to put forth, and I tried this with the girls at um, 4 and 20 Blackbirds mm -hmm. with the pie. It didn't work. So I'm going to give it to you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost their ability to do it. And they're based there. You've, how about a gooey Gowanus fudge ripple? I like that. I love the name. I know. Something that would really sing over there. Love the name. Uh -huh. Talk about mouthfeel. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And it could tie in nicely with the Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. Go up there to the salad bar and beer garden with the Whole Foods yeah, on here, the Gowanus. Let me give you some money for this idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours. It's yours. Wow. That's just a gift. So what do you foresee being in it? What? Well, I, well, I think you want to avoid anything that really conjures too, too much of the Gowanus, but a, a kind of an off-green would be nice <laughs> <laughs> as a color. <laughs> I mean, it could be like a minty, fudgy flavor. Sure, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, sure. but I you like just that. The, the, I, you, I could say sludge, but probably fudge is more appealing. Probably. I like that. Yeah, I like the sludge though. Wait, that could be the dis part description. Yeah. 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 Fudge, yeah. <laughs> sludge, ripples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think on. Like I said. That's for you. That's, yeah, this mint chip is so lame. You know, we, we prefer to name our flavors where people have no idea what the flavor is. You know, <laughs> so like, maximum anyway. confusion. I think that's, yeah. they teach you that at the uh, university. Yeah. Don't they? yeah. <laughs> but what's great about it is people come up with their own names. They're yeah. like, do you have that uh, banana warmer? A banana shawarma, or yeah. like? Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. 
Or Bananarama? Yeah. Bana- another one? Bananarama is, a, is pretty consistent. Yeah. That's what they think it is. Yeah. Yeah. People are funny. They'll just call it whatever they want. <laughs> God bless them. Well, speaking of that, how long does it take to name a flavor? God. You know, sometimes it's just like crazy fast because it's just there. Yeah. Um, and other times it just takes a lot of... You gotta, you know, crack the nut. We've actually several had, times. Right. <laughs> yeah, which the peanutty pretzel was was that one that was hard? No, that was easy. We actually just just come up with them like that. Which one has taken a while? Um, I feel you know we kind of go back and forth, and you know you have your personal opinion, and you kind of have to sit with things for a while sometimes right. to to feel if you know long term you're really gonna like it. Right. And it's easy to have a conversation and say, I don't know, that seems off. Oh, yeah, for the dark chocolate salted caramel, or we're going to call it dark and salty. Like, <laughs> that was kind of a, no, yeah. We're like, that's not a good name. But yeah, let's just be obvious on that one. And we're like, yeah, let's just be obvious. Sometimes it's like fun to have a fun name, but then that just like, doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you keep all those names on a blackboard somewhere. You still have the blackboard? No, we don't have it anymore. We should. Yeah, we don't have a chalkboard wall anymore. Yeah. I'm a little but sad about that. It's in like yeah. old sketchbooks. Hoping to see it. So, in the yeah. museum, we'll be sure to <laughs> yeah. reinstate it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or like, you know, all the, all the books we'll write down the, down the road. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of books, what's the most important advice you've been given about this whole enterprise? Well, let's see. In the, the most important advice we've been given? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing that just really turned in your mind for you and said, ah. Like <laughs> I mean, seven flavors on a shelf kind of did it for me. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Before. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things you learn as you go, you know, that yeah. ju- make it a lot easier, that are really hard in the beginning that you don't know. Um, gosh, I'm having a hard time thinking. I don't think anybody's really given us any advice. <laughs> that's kind of Actually, we give, we give other people a we lot give, of advice. We give people Do people advice. come to you all the people time? People contact yeah. us over email a lot people that are considering starting food businesses and, mm-hmm. and things. And you know, I've spoken with a couple of people that are starting ice cream businesses as well and I've helped them as well, so. You do a little consulting. I should I should actually get paid a fee. I should get some yeah. money. I've been helping people a lot lately. I should start charging a fee. I think so. Then I can actually pay myself, so that'd be great. <laughs> and did you get all your Kickstarter rewards out on time? We didn't win that campaign. Yeah, we that lost campaign. that. We didn't do that, yeah. You didn't do it? We, we, we didn't close We did it, but we campaign. didn't raise the money. You didn't get the money? No. no. Which is okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, okay. It's fine. Yeah. Actually, you didn't just, have to deal with the rewards. I just thought of one piece of advice that yeah. we did get that was very okay. helpful. So, um, you have a, pr- a food product. It's a lot like the game of Monopoly in terms of real estate. Uh-huh. Um, and this is, this is true and not true for some companies, but I think when you're small, it's very important. You kind of grow in a very small area and then expand outward and then expand outward. Mm-hmm. In terms of your footprint, you kind of mm-hmm. want to get a good yeah. grasp on. But we already knew that, didn't we? She's so cocky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was in the business plan. Who gave us that information <laughs> after that? Frank. Yeah. Like, like a, but I would say it's a good, you know, if, if you're thinking so about... Start in an area where you can kind of test a little bit and make sure that it's working. Yeah, and, and kind then, of get a stronghold on that area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Before Basically, you don't want to grow too, too quickly and be all over the country and, mm-hmm. you know, not be centralized somewhere. Yeah. Because right. building a brand is part of building a company mm-hmm. and right. having brand awareness. So. Yeah. And you don't want that attention if you're not ready for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 you need to have the infrastructure to handle it otherwise. Yeah. Like what happened with Warby Parker? They had the the great eyeglasses things, and then their their whole site went down because the the New York Times article or something oh, like really? that. Oh really? And they wow. couldn't quite handle it, but they they got it together. Their website crashed, but then they were able to. You see them? 
independent business affairs. <laughs> I don't know what the life is like. <laughs> Anyhow, <sighs> Kickstarter. I'll get those rewards out to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, where can you get this stuff? What was your trial area, your small area that you started in? Probably Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn or Manhattan. Yeah. Brooklyn or Manhattan, you know. Um, Going and to food fairs, of, of markets, that kind of thing? Yeah, like food fair markets, um, but selling to like um, actual, yeah, grocers, you yeah. know. Um, I mean, we, you really just harassed like every frozen buyer you could find in every store that was in yeah. the area. Where are they in really. the back? Yeah, they're usually like by the freezer. They're stocky in the freezer, so you know that they're always there between early in the morning and they leave at like around two or three. So you know which She's I would, a stalker. You would know which times to go in and find them. Usually, I would call in advance and find out who the frozen buyer was or yeah. the manager, know their name, find them, and I would have a sell sheet, which is like our flavors with the UPC codes, and a little freezer bag with um, little four ounce samples of ice cream and spoons to taste ice cream in the aisle. And that's how I got us in the first 60 stores. That's amazing. I'm just going around. It's really store. just that kind of hustle. Yeah. On the ground hustle. Going there, yeah, giving, the pro giving them the product. Yeah, that's the only way. And then, I mean, like, I mean, that's essentially kind of how we do it now, but on a much like larger scale, we'll ship, we'll ship the ice cream to, a, um, you know, a corporate office of sure. 200 stores, you know. So. And can do you ship the ice cream to, to people too? Is there a direct business? Not yet, no. Um, but stay tuned because yeah. there will be. Yeah. yeah, Jenny does that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's a little pricey. Yeah, it's expensive to ship ice cream. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I appreciate it. I mean, the whole deal is a little bit pricey. Yeah, I, I love the ice cream. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it is a little bit expensive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's just yeah, I mean, you have to ship it over like overnight or two day. You got to do you gotta be dry ready ice. To spend some money for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and you really don't make much money off of it. So, yeah, it's more just to make people happy and brand awareness. You right. Know, so. And getting getting it to people who wouldn't uh, get it otherwise. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then, you, and now you're in Whole Foods as well. We're in Whole Foods in our region, the Northeast. Uh -huh. So, like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. In the Mid-Atlantic, like Virginia, um, Washington, D.C., Tennessee, Ohio, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Um, and then we're in Fresh Markets nationally, um, and we're in Fresh Direct. And oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, and then a bunch of you know smaller specialty you know and natural grocers as well. And it really started like 2010. 2000 and to the December 2011 is when we really were in our first stores. Because it seems mm -hmm. like I've seen it there mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah, so it's, we just turned two. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a remarkable amount of growth. Mm -hmm. And it, Jess, you do the, the package design, is you or is um, both? So we both had, we didn't directly do the package design, but we, we played a heavy hand in the art direction. So a friend of Chris is from art school did it and did all the illustrative yeah. drawings and sketches and um, design. We did a lot of, you know, we, I think we had a very specific vision in mind and, you know, we worked with uh, this great guy, Jefferson, to, to get there, you know, yeah. to get to, to yeah. where it felt like the vision was and, concrete. Yeah, he's super talented and he's actually, one of my friends recently, our friend, has actually kind of stole him away from us and he's doing a lot of projects <laughs> for her and I was getting mad at her about it last night. Um, <laughs> And he does, so he does a lot of stuff for our friend over at Morse Kitchen who makes um, cocktail syrups and stuff as oh, well. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a very, uh, it's an approachable label. Yeah. That's what we and should a, And for. a familiar one that you mm -hmm. feel like, I'll be okay having this. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not derivative in any way either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not pointing fingers, but there's some that look a little bit close (laughs) to others. I know. To the point that I'd be upset if I were. Yeah, the other. I think the other. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on. Don't be so obvious. (laughs) It's the same gosh darn color. Try try a little. Do something. Not everything has to be written with a sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but then, are there a group gatherings somewhere in Vermont where you all get together and, and uh, like hang out with Ben and Jerry's? Just ice cream out, yeah. Yeah. When Jenny and whoever yeah. else. <laughs> no, not really. But we see him at like so we see him like the fancy food show. Yeah. We'll see Jenny there. Is it friendly? Yeah. Yeah, with most people, I <laughs> I would say ninety nine percent of people there. There are there's some... a few people in the industry that are kind of uh, a little underhanded. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, everyone is wonderful. Jenny's wonderful, um, you know, and we try to be friends with everyone. You know, it's like we're not we don't go into things thinking like, oh, you're our competitor. Like, right. we can't talk to you. We, life is too short. Uh, a successful ice cream a freezer is successful for all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At the or end of the day, the consumer yeah. will choose. Something. Yeah. 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 But, but I I mean, if you get a nice, robust freezer full of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, you're putting out a good quality product. Mm-hmm. I would think that benefit because I don't always want to take the same, yeah, of the same not. kind. Yeah, um, but it is a ruthless business. You think, <laughs> you think it's all we want to be fun. friends with everyone, but also it's a ruthless. Yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> crazy. It's ice cream's not all you know. It's not all fun and games. Fun and no. games, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I appreciate you making it seem that way for yeah. the purposes of this show. But uh, that is it. It's a it's a booming uh, uh, market though right now. I mean, yeah, ice cream is great. Um, you know, people. Is it? I, just, I say that without any basis I mean, knowledge. I'm just, no, I'm I mean, throwing I'm it out there. really, um, ice cream, um, beverages, and snacks are the booming markets. You That's know, because the hot stuff. because that people are constantly buying them and replenishing. And there's right. just a demand for higher quality products, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. When you look at a lot of the ice cream that's out there, you really look at the ingredients label. It's nice. You know, I think some people still buy products, and you know they don't do that. A lot of people do, but yeah. once you become aware of it and you start looking, mm-hmm. your options become very limited if you want to eat yeah. good ice cream. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. With real ingredients. Real, exactly. I mean, I think our target customer is somebody that actually reads the ingredients and says like, "Oh, wow, look at this clean label," versus somebody that looks at the Nutrition facts and it's like, oh wow, look at all this fat and calories because they're more concerned. They would rather eat something that they can't pronounce but is lower in calories versus something that they can read the ingredients, you know, so it's higher in fat. Exactly. And probably a lot of customers are also, they might live alone. Mm -hmm. They might be sad (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. They might spend a lot of time on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. You think about your ideal consumer. That's, That's all we do. Recently yeah. through a breakup. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great campaign. We should do that instead of Valentine's you campaign, should, a breakup campaign. Pair up with that, uh, what's it called? How about we or one of those uh, online dating sites. Yeah. <laughs> Although they're trying to get people together and yeah. you're really trying to drive them apart, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, we are really. Yeah. If you get down to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and have you been over to that Gowanus salad bar? Beer at Whole Foods, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we went yeah. over there. Grocery shop there. Um, they actually stocked the shelves when they're opening. They yeah. don't. They actually just have 
all the vent, vendors come in and stock the shelves for them all the time when they were opening new stores. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, so yeah. we're there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Then I guess. So you know, it, see how it how it works. Yeah, it lets you make sure that you know it's actually getting into the freezer and. <laughs> Right. So there, there are benefits right. to yeah. us as well. You'd be sure. surprised. People don't realize actually ice cream has to go in the freezer. They just think it can just sit out like a bag of chips. So <laughs> Not very bright, are they? Those, those I don't people. know. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> you'd be surprised. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> a pallet of ice cream. Well, okay. Yeah, all right. And you... you uh, uh, thanks for letting me pitch you one too. I bet that gets annoying a little bit when people come up and say, "I got a great flavor for you." No, you a lot. that's like the best one I've, I've really. I think that I've is heard. definitely the best one we've ever. I think heard. also thank just you. like thank you for that. We're not just saying that. Yeah, <laughs> the name with the the colors is perfect. You know, because I wanted to launch a mint chip, but it just seems so boring and lame. All right, you now know, we're so. on there. Yeah, and uh, you you bring ice cream everywhere. Do you have like a special? Like fanny pack that's modified. <laughs> I have a cooler fanny pack that keeps the ice cream cold for four hours. Um, not really, but we have these huge freezer bags, and some of them are gone right now because um, Ellen's went to a warehouse to pick up some ice cream um, mm-hmm. that literally a human could hide in. <laughs> that's what we use to pick up our ice cream from our warehouses to bring back to our offices to stash here for samples and stuff. And for sneak attacks. Yeah, for sneak <laughs> attacks, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you can tell by my body shape that I love ice cream. And I'm so uh, happy to have had a chance to... What's the most romantic flavor you think you have? Wow, I don't know. Maybe dark chocolate. Did, did it, probably. The dark chocolate yeah. salted caramel, that's I a, think. That's a good one. Yeah. Just, just, I have a, a couple events coming up, so I want to know. Uh, <laughs> this has been so great, and I appreciate it. I'm thrilled to have gotten a chance to come and uh, talk to you both and sit down. So thank you for being here. It's wonderful. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Um, You've said it Just all. like, you know, just go, if you're listening, just like go buy our ice cream Go right buy, now. and what's the website? Finandphebes.com. Right. P-H-I-N-A-N-D-P-H-E-B-E-S.com. Right. And uh, that's some kind of modification on uh, grandparents? Yeah. So um, mine was um, like great, great relative um, and Finnessy with a last name. Yeah. And that's what it was originally called, Finnessy and... Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe. Yeah. yeah. And then you realized... It was way too hard to pronounce. <laughs> Yeah, break, break it down. and still now it's still hard. People are like Finn and what? What? I, like when I call places, they have no idea who what we yes, are. Yes, wait until what. we're dominating, then everyone will know. <laughs> That's yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, you get confused with that other cartoon. Never, never. Mm-mm. Good, it's good. <laughs> What's it called? Finn, Phineas and something. Phineas. And yeah. who, who knows? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Cartoons aren't uh, my bag. And ice cream is not for kids. Absolutely correct. (laughs) There's no way to confuse them. Uh, It's so good. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you both again. Uh, Remember, our next live show is coming up. The season finale is happening June 25th at the Pit Underground. Uh, You ever go over there? Mm -mm. That's right. You can see it from here. Check it out sometime. We're in a basement. We're having fun. Uh, uh, you know, so sometimes in the summer after dinner, my, one of my ice cream pleasures is to have some uh, butter pecan mm-hmm. with a little bit of bourbon. Mm. That sounds nice. I don't know why that goes together so well, but yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure it does. Yeah, sounds nice. <laughs> when you're having a stressful time together, have one of those. <laughs> That'll be delightful. Uh, uh, oh, this uh, this live show, we've got Jean Grey, Nikki Glaser, 
uh, Streeter Seidel, Jessica Delfino, uh, music of course by Steve O'Reilly. So come on, come on by at 8 p.m. The tickets are out there. Uh, till next time, I'll be working on my own beautifully designed line of drink mixes for the single person. First up, a cocktail I like to call a Dale Seaver. Three parts scotch, one part loneliness, two drops of regret for what might have been. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and produced by James Bewley, musical director Steve O'Reilly, season six theme song composed and performed by Katie Mullins, season six podcast icon designed by Sunil Manchikanti. Logo treatment for Dale Radio is provided by Daniel Spencer Levine. You can listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Please remember to rate and review us, follow us on Twitter, or find us on Facebook. Many thanks. You're the best.